Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, so I, what I'd like to do is I want to say four things. The first two will be more lightweight, shat things in the beginning of the parsha, And the second two will be more heavyweight, you know, deeper things in the, in the parsha. And in a short amount of time. So we're going we're gonna to hit the ground running. Parsha's Vayigash begins with Yehuda approaching Yosef, prepared to, Chazal say he was prepared to take down Mitzrayim. You know, they were like, uh, you know, they, they, uh, you know, they were ready to wage, they were ready to start a Mulchama. Right? Vayigash is Lashon and Mulchama. They were ready to start Mulchama. Um, and the, the Kasha is how that works. Because, if you, you know, one of the, it's convenient sometimes that at the end of a parsha is a week bef- before the beginning of the next parsha, so you forget how we ended. But if you read the end of Miketz together with the beginning of Vayigash, it's very disorienting. The end of parsha's Miketz, you have, um, they're caught with the Gavia, they're caught with the, you know, they, they, they're caught, Binyamin is caught. And Yehuda is mamish machnia himself. Mamish, you know, Yehuda says, Manoimar la adoini, manidaberu manitstadok, ho'elokim motza es avoin avodecha, hinenu avodim la adoini. We're slaves. Gamanachnu, gamasher nimtza hagovia biyodi. We're all slaves. We give up. We, we have no words to defend ourselves. So Yosef says, no, 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 don't worry about it. Just Binyamin. All of you could go home. Oh, yeah? I'll take down the home and try him. One second. You were ready that all of you should be slaves. That you were happy about. So I said, no, some of you could go home. Now you're ready to wage war against the home and try him? It doesn't make sense. I just want to say pshat. Shad is that Klal Yisrael knew that there was going to be a Gullus. They knew that there was going to be a time that they were going to have to go into Gullus. It was told to Avram Avinu. Kiger Zaracha Be'eretz So Memela, they, they, um, you know, when, when, when this Gezerah happened, that seemed that they would all have to be Avadim, so they, 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 they were machnia themselves to that gezerah, to that ratzen Hashem. Hinenu avadim. As soon as the melech Mitzrayim, Yosef, they didn't know it was Yosef, said to them, no, you're still in Eretz Yisrael. I'm just taking Binyamin. Say, like, no, 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 that's not how it's supposed to go. Im Cain, I will take down this country because we're not separating the brothers and so on and so forth. But I just think in terms of the pshat, just to realize that the end of Miketz is, Golos Mitzrayim is about to start. The beginning of Vayigash is, if you're sending some of us home, we're not going home without Binyamin. Stam, pshat. Aleph. Bez. Yehuda explains to Yosef what happened between the brothers and Yaakov when they came home without Shimon and with a cloud over their heads of having to bring Binyamin back to Mitzrayim. And I just want to mention it here, I could have mentioned it in Parsha's Miketz, but we didn't get a chance to do uh, Parsha, Parsha's Miketz, 
But over here you see a similar diktuk. We can mention it here as well. And it's something I don't want to pass through this Indian without mentioning. And that is as follows. You see it over here, but let me just say the way it is in Parshas Mikes because it's a little bit more, um, it, it's a little bit more um, uh, fleshed out. The Shvatim come back to Yaakov, and they say the uh, the king said you need to send Binyamin. Yaakov says I'm not, I'm not sending Binyamin. That's not happening. Then the hunger continues. So at some point Yaakov turns to the brothers and says. I think you should go to Mitzrayim. So the brothers say, the king said we can't come back without Binyamin. If you read that, Stam, it makes it sound like Yaakov Avinu was losing it. I mean, they came back and they said, Shimon is in prison, we can only go back if, if, you, if, you, if you give us Binyamin. And Yaakov said, I'm not giving you Binyamin. So then Yaakov turns to them a few tkufa later and says, please go down to Mitzrayim. They're like, hey dad, remember? Remember, everything okay? Is there a little dementia settling in? Because remember we said, uh, excuse me, I'm just trying to bring out the point. Chas v'shalom, I don't mean on Yaakov. I'm just, I'm saying the way someone today might think about it. Chas v'shalom, not to say on the others. But like, you remember that, that we said on, remember we said that, Benyamin, remember? What's going on here? So here's what's going on, and this is, this is important. What's going on is that they came back and they told Yaakov that if we want to get Shimon and we want to do business in Mitzrayim, we have to bring back Binyamin. Now, Yosef did give them Ra'avayn Batehem. He did give them, you know, enough to, to say, you know, that they shouldn't be hungry. But he said, if you want to get Shimon, so then you have to bring back Binyamin. So the Shvatim came back and they said, in order for us to get Shimon, we're going to have to, we're going to have to bring back Binyamin. Then a few months pass. And Yaakov tells them, and you see it in the beginning of Parshas Vayigash, and you see it in Parshas Mikates. Yaakov tells them, Shuvu shivru lanu me'at oichel. I'm reading from, from Parshas Vayigash. Vayoymer avinu. And our father said, Shuvu shivru lanu me'at oichel. Me'at oichel. Don't bring back Shimon. Don't do huge business deals. But we're starving here. So please go back to Mitzrayim. And shivru lanu me'at oichel. Just get us some food. Oh, so it said the Shvatim answered, no, 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 you, you, we, we didn't mention to you before that he said, I don't want to see you without Binyamin. Vanoimer, and we said, Loinucha loredes, im yesh yochinu akota nitonu vioranu ki loinuchal lirois peneho ish. Or as it says in Parshas Miketz, that Ha'ed Ha'ed Lanu Ha'ish Leimer Loisirun Panai Bilti Achichem Akatan. So that's just Tam. That's number two. Just in Pashup Shat, and what was happening? That there was an intelligent Masa happening. They came back. They said in order to get Shimon, they need to bring Binyamin. 
Yaakov Avinu heard that and was accepted that. But then when they were hungry, he thought he could send them not to get Shimon, maybe they'll get to visit him, and, and just to bring back Ma'at Oichel, to which they responded, no, he said, I don't, we don't, I don't want to see you without Binyamin. And that's what, what, what led to them going with Binyamin. That's Bayes. Okay, Gimel. And now we'll, we'll, we'll go a little bit deeper. Now into the Parsha. Yosef HaTzadik in Parsha's Miketz and in Parsha's Vayigash cries multiple times. I made a cheshbin. I thought it was five times. But now upon looking at my cheshbin again, I think it was six times that Yosef HaTzadik cries. That's a lot. Okay? He cries when he hears them being misvada. When he hears them saying, why did we sell Yosef? He cries. He cries when they come with Binyamin, where he's afraid that they'll see him crying. So it says, Vayovay hachadra, vayev shama, in last week's parsha. And, and he even washes his face afterwards. He's roichet panav, so that they shouldn't be able to tell that he was crying. So that's the second time, crying. He cries in the beginning of this week's parsha when they describe the tsar of their father. If they come home without Binyamin, it says, Vayitenes koiloi bivchi. Right? He, he, he raises his voice in crying. He cries when he falls on the neck of Binyamin after he reveals himself to his brothers. That's number four. And then he kisses all of his brothers and he cries on their shoulders. So perhaps that's number five. You could be done if four and five go together. But it says, And finally he cries when he meets Yaakov Avinu, number six. It's a lot of crying. And there's a lot to say about this crying. And in, over the years I've heard from my Rosh Hashiva different things about the crying that I haven't fully understood. Clearly there's a very, very deep, deep things going on when the Heilige Yosef HaTzadik um, cries. But I want to be Ma'ur one thing and I am so excited and grateful to all of you for being here because I had something written down about Yosef HaTzadik crying and because I was preparing this shir, so I was chazering over what I had written down and I found it in a sefer. I found it in Rivali sefer. I think it's called Ur Oilam, the Talmud of the Ramchal. And he says as follows, the, we know Chazal tell us that there are similarities and limudim about Yosef revealing himself to his brothers, to Yemay Samashiach, or to the Din Lasid Lavoy, or the Din in Shamayim. But these, Yosef HaTzadik revealing himself to his brothers is a mushal to a, to a revelation. And if you think about it, it really is an incredible thing that this mysterious thing, it's almost like a nightmare, mysterious thing happens. They go down to Mitzrayim. This king is, 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 is beating on them. They don't know why. What did they do? They're trying to do tshuva for their own Averis. They can't do right and the money is returned. They panic about that. No, that turns out to be a good thing. They're, they're sure there's no gavia. No, there is a gavia. That's a bad thing. It's, 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 it's frightening and terrifying. They lose one of their brothers. Shimon ends up in captivity for who knows how long. Very, very, very difficult. 
suddenly, in one second, Ani Yosef, Ha'oid Avichai. Now, we don't understand what all Yosef's Cheshbonis were, but they did. And as soon as Yosef said, Ani Yosef, Ha'oid Avichai, click, 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 everything clicks into place. And it's a new world. And they could go back to Yaakov Avinu and his Nevoah returns and he could have Svatachi Ruach Yaakov Avim as we see in this week's parsha. So, when it describes Yosef crying, there are things to think about what that, what that means. If Yosef revealing himself is a mushal to, like, the revelation of Yemais HaMashiach and so on. So Yosef crying is a mashal kaviyachal to HaKadosh Baruch Hu crying. Does HaKadosh Baruch Hu cry? Yes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does cry. The Pasuk says in Yirmiya, B'mistorim tivke nafshi mipnei geva. What? I know. It, but, but maybe the Gemara didn't have Nekudas. Um, <laughs> so, the Mistorim Tivke Nafshi, in hiding, in hidden places, I cry. What's in Pnei Gava, Geva? Says the Gemara, Hagiga Dafheya Midbeis. HaKadosh Baruch Hu cries, and the Gemara goes through Barichas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu cries in his secret places, in his Chadre Chadarim, for Klal Yisrael when we're in Golas. Oh my, that's what Yosef HaTzadik did. Isn't that incredible? Vayovei HaChadra, Vayev Shama, the end of last week's parsha. He goes into a hiding place. And he cries, it's mamish akiyam of b'mistorim tivkenafshi. And we know there was a lot of bechia about the Khurban. Right? When Yosef and Binyamin cried on each other's shoulders, it was about the Khurban based on Mikdash, and so on and so forth. And I talk, I found, I was so, so excited about Shakivanti. I found the Lushan of this Talmud of the Ramchal. That he says, Kavon, I'll read you the words. Of this. I wrote down the sentence that he says. He says, Kavonosoy shall Yosef hoisa. The Kavona of Yosef was lehishtavois el haseder hanochoin shall hahanhoga ha elyoina bechol maisov. To be similar to the hanhoga elyoina in all of his actions. Lochein betchila hoisa bechiyosoy. Okay, and you tell me what this reminds me you of. Bibate gavoi. That's the lashon of the Gemara, right? The Gemara says that those mistarim are called bate gavoi, and then he says, like the pasuk says, b'mistarim tivkenafshi. It's just it's such a fascinating thing, and eventually the cries come out into the public, and that's when the geula comes, when when the rabbanu shalom stops hiding, stops hiding the cry. And and uh, and the Rebbeinu Shalol and and Yosef Atzadik is vayitein es koyloi b'vchi v'hakol yishma beis paroi. That's a contrast to the crying in, in the Mistorim that eventually it bursts out. You hear a remez in his words. He says lochem b'tchila hoisa b'chiyosoi bebatei gavoi. But that's the uh, something to keep in mind. How Hakadosh Baruch Hu cries for us 
and how Yosef HaTzadik's crying is an echo of HaKadosh Baruch Hu crying for us. In fact, the, the Gemara says in Brachos, in the beginning of Masech the Brachos, the Gemara says that, there, that the Rabban Shalom is, is Menahemes Kiyoyna. Menahemes is like to, to, to wail, to pine, some kind of Lashon like that, some kind of a Bechia. Kiyoyna, like a dove. Yoyna's cry? Yeah, but that you could tell that they're sad. But anyway, the Maral discusses why a yoyna. Maral says, halfway of a fella. Maral says that the Gemara tells us that a yoyna is makbid on b'nei minai. On, on, on benzugai. A, a yoyna is makbid. A yoyna is, does not stam par of a rava. A, a Mr. Yaina has a Mrs. Yaina, and they are loyal to each other, and there's nobody else. This is the Zug of Yainas. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Menahemes Ki Yaina, the Maral says, he says, just like the Yaina, when the Yaina cries, he's only, there's only one, he only, he only has eyes for one Yaina, and that's Mrs. Yaina. That's it, there's nobody else. It's only her. So to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as it says, Lo Hakadosh Baruch Hu will never exchange us. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will never reject us. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will never forget about us. No nation will ever take our place. Asidim umay sa'olam loymar anu Yisrael. Chazal say, Goyim will claim that they are the new Klal Yisrael, as has happened in history. But nobody could take Klal Yisrael's place. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Menahemes Kiyayna for his Ben Zug, for the, for, for, for the, for the only one and only Ata Echad, Beshimcha Echad, Umi Ka'amcha Yisrael, Goy Echad Ba'aretz. So that's the Bechia, something to think about when we learn the Parsha of Yosef HaTzadik crying. That was Gimel. And finally Dalit. So Hafle Vofela when, when Yosef reveals himself to his brothers, he tells his brothers to hurry home. But he doesn't just tell them to hurry home. He says, Maharu ve'alu el-ovi. Hurry and go up to my father. Go up to my father? He's up? Says Rashi. Yes, he's up. Because Eretz Yisrael is gavoya mikolo aratzos. Eretz Yisrael is higher than all the lands. First of all, why do we need to learn that here? That's an important piece of information, but why here? Second of all, you don't see from here that Eretz Yisrael is higher than all the lands. All you see from here is that Eretz Yisrael is higher than Mitzrayim. So what does it mean, Eretz Yisrael's Gavoya Mikolo Aratzes? So, I want to say Bekitzer, something that pulls together certain... Um, uh, uh, a certain tapestry in the Parsha that will start this week and we may have reason to even be Mam Shechet next week. B'li Neder Be'ezer Hashem. And that is as follows. When Yosef reveals himself to his brothers, he te- makes sure to tell them to repeat to their father, Ki um, because your eyes see Ki Pi Aleichem that my mouth is speaking to you. Rashi says that that's a remez to two things that he told the brothers. Eneichem horoyos, your eyes see. Rashi says, Her Elohem shehu mahul. 
He showed them that he has a bris milah. Ki pi hamedaber aleichem, that my mouth is speaking to you, Rashi says, shehum medaber lashen hakodesh, that he speaks lashen hakodesh. And those are the two things that he wanted as markers, that it's him to be told over to his father. Now, if you are maimik in this inyan, you discover a very fundamental yisoid about what's going on here. There is a beautiful piece, um, and there's a sefer of Chidushe Agados of the Rajba. And there is a hakdama to the sefer of Chidushe Agados of the Rajba, which I believe we've discovered is not the Rajba, but it's Rabbi Yosef Jikitalia, Gikitalia, Jikitalia, depends who you ask, who was a great Makobal. And in that hakdama of the Chidushe Agados of the Rajba, he says an unbelievable thing. He says that Mitzrayim was the absolute... He quotes a Gemara that doesn't exist. You know, he quotes a Gemara that... It, it does, you know, yeah, it's like one of those things. You have to know exactly what he's referring to. But he says that Eretz Mitzrayim is, was the most powerful country, it's even spiritually, like in the stars, in the constellations, in the Mazolos, in the Sarim, and the Malachim, Mitzrayim was the absolutely strongest nation in the entire world. It was impossible to get out of Mitzrayim. As we know, an Eved never escaped from Mitzrayim. It was impossible to get out of Mitzrayim. How did Kalah Yisrael get out of Mitzrayim? Because a Mazal Yisrael. Because we're Lamaila from all the Kaychas of Because there is nothing... Even the most powerful force in Olam Azeh is not more powerful than Ani Veloi Malach, Ani Veloi Shliach, Ani Hu Veloi Acher, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Alein, is more powerful than even the most powerful force in the world. But Eretz Mitzrayim is the most powerful in the Olam Hazeh, in the Olam HaTeva, Eretz Yisrael is the most powerful force. Eretz Mitzrayim is the most powerful force in the world. <coughs> Bris Mila is the time that it was established that Ein Mazali Yisrael. In fact, HaKadosh Baruch Hu lifted Avram Avinu up L'maylam and HaKachavim by the Bris Bein Absarim and he told him what? He told him, Tzei me'atztegninus shalcha. Stop being busy with the stars. Avram ain't Avram won't have children, but Avraham, which will be your name at the time of the bris mila, Avraham Moila. The bris mila is a bond between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Klal Yisrael that is completely exclusive, to the exclusion of every other power in the world. It's us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not the stars, not the Malachim, not the Mazolos, not the world of Teva, nothing is more powerful than the connection between Klal Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that bond, that bris, is expressed in the bris mila. There are many, many rayas to this, but for now, I think what I'm describing about Avram Moilid and Avram Eina Moilid at least opens the door to that idea. Um, I can't resist, I wasn't planning on this, but I can't resist to tell you one more Maram Makayim, for those of you that will appreciate this, about the power of Brismila, that it's Lamaila from the Mazolais, is that a few Parshiyas ago, there was an individual that was born whose name was God. And the word God, when his mother named him God, she said, 
Ba-God. God came. What does Ba-God mean? So there's two Pshatim. One Pshat is that he was Noilad Mahul. He was born with a Mila. And God is a Lashon of like cutting. Like probably like Lashon Gaid. Lashon Gaid. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, something like that. But Lashon of cutting. The other Pshat in Rashi about God is that God means Mazel Tov. Ba Mazel Tov. How fascinating is it that God means Bris Mila and the Mazel turned Latayv. Because that is the power of the Mila. That we're Lamailam and Amazelas. That we can manipulate the Mazel. We're not manipulated by the Mazel, but we can manipulate the Mazel. You tell someone, Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Either I have Mazel Tov or I don't. No. Not if you're a Yid. If you're a Yid, I can tell you, Mazel Tov. Because I'm Lamailam from the Mazelas. I control the Mazelas. Ain't Mazel Yisrael. So that's Brist Mila. Lashon HaKadosh Rabbi Yisai is a very similar thing. Because when were the nations of the world divided up among the different Mazalas? By the Dor HaFlaga. When they were divided into 70 languages. Only one man was not in that Dor HaFlaga. Who's the Ashrei HaIsha Shalei Halach Ba'atzas Rishoyim? That Chazal say, who's that? Avram Avinu Shalei Halach Ba'atzas Dor HaFlaga. It's Dafka Avram Avinu, the great Avram Avinu was never parceled out to the Mazolos. And his language never changed. He spoke what? He spoke Lashon HaKodesh. Lashon HaKodesh is the language of someone who was never parceled out to the different Mazolos. He remains Lamailam in Amazol. So when Yosef HaTzadik is calling Yaakov to come down to Mitzrayim, his message is as follows. My dear father, you are going to come down to Betrayim. It's very frightening to come down to Betrayim. Will we be able to leave? Please tell him that I have a Brismila and that I speak Lashon Kaidish. Please tell him that I'm still connected to the Kaiches that a Yid has that's Lamailam and Amazel. So even though we're coming down to Mitzrayim, I'll be able to leave. When it says that Eretz Yisrael is Gavoya Mikolo Aratzos, Eretz Yisrael, the Ramban says, does not have a mazel. Eretz Yisrael is the home for people. That's why it says when you leave Eretz Yisrael to our great pain, it says, the Ramban says, What? If you live in Chutzlar, it's like you don't have a Hashem? Says the Ramban, you're going to lands that have mazelis. But if you live in Eretz Yisrael, it's only HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no mazel to Eretz Yisrael. So Eretz Yisrael represents a place for the people that are above mazel. And that's why Eretz Yisrael is Gavoya Mikolo Aratis. It's above all the Aratis. It's not just a geographic description. It's, a, it's an internal description. Eretz Yisrael is the king of all the Aratis. Because there's no mazel to Eretz Yisrael. So Yosef HaTzadik, is this delicious? Yosef HaTzadik, who tells his, sends his father a message. I have a bris milah. I speak Lashon Kodesh. He tells his brothers, go up to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael's Gavoya Mikolo Aratos. How, how do I know it's Gavoya Mikolo Aratos? Maybe just from Mitzrayim? Yeah, that's Mikolo Aratos. Because Mitzrayim was the most powerful of countries. And if you're Gavoya from Mitzrayim, you're Gavoya Mikolo Aratos. 
So that's why he used that terminology when he was sending a message to his father that he wants his father to feel confident coming down to Mitzrayim because the Kaychais are here to be able to get out. And that's the, that's the message that Yosef HaTzadik gave, gave, sent his father, Maharu va'alu el-ovi, and go up to my father. And what a important, important lesson for us, that we should to not be so nispoil with, you know, with, with, with a maturity. We have to do this with maturity, but with recognition, that we are l'mayla benamazo. There is nothing in our lives that is, that is, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't do. And our job in our life, and there are people who have seen incredible unforeseen Yeshua's or difficulties, but we are not a land, we, 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 we just, we are Lamaila And the truth is that Klal Yisrael, Ad Hayoim continues to be Lamaila Menamazel. From the days of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, that the Ovois and Imois were all physically unable to have children, Chazal say. And the entire birth of Klal Yisrael was completely Lamaila Menateva, completely impossible that we exist until we were talking about this week, the, 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 the Pella, the Pella of what happened after the war. Think about the Pella that happened after the war. You had a decimated, crippled community. And what did they do? Traumatized, hurt. Yesaimim and Yesaimais. Almanais. Like, what did they do? With like an almost unstoppable energy. Lamamish Lamayla Benatava. Look what they built. Look what they built. There are people here that, that remember that generation. Look what they built. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. They're just the Kaychas Anevich is unbelievable. It's, it's, it, it, it defies imagination. And even today, we spend so much time talking about how terrible it is that we live in a world with this technology and our kids are affected and there's all these issues and everything and, and all those things need to be dealt with. But let's take a minute. Let's take a step back and look at our tzibur and say, look at Klal Yisrael. Nothing can stop us. We're still learning and davening and being Mekayim Mitzvahs, Altaras HaKadosh. We're still giving that Messiah over to the next generation. Mavel alarayin, ein mazel Yisrael, maharuva alu el ovi. There's nothing that can stop us. Yeshakayach. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including maramakaylas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call. 203-312-SHAS That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org